This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Hey, why don't we fuck it off and do a podcast? Why don't really we just quick? fuck this one off, dude? I got an idea. Why don't we fuck it off? Um, I saw a kid with an Abercrombie shirt today, mm-hmm. and it legit made me forget what year it was for a second. <laughs> Do people not wear it? What's that? What is? What happened, Ryan? Are you okay? There's only so many things in this room that you could knock down, and you've knocked down all of them, Ryan. I need to be over here on this camera. Yeah, there's too many things that that are like. Family that are sturdily set, either already knocked down or are, or can't be knocked down unless you force them. Awesome, guys! Welcome to Dynamic Banter. On today's episode, Mike and he I knocked something else down. He God, knocked something dude, else down. Are you kidding me, Ryan? What's wrong? <clears throat> are you okay? On today's episode, Mike and I are going to talk about. <laughs> And also read your history books. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice to give an episode preview before we start. Yeah. Today we'll be talking about this <laughs> and everyone. Mike and I have a really funny story. Well, I have a very funny story to tell about. I'm actually going to spend a good part of my day recounting the time when I... Uh, and dude the funniest thing happened to me yesterday i was with and we went to the together and you will not believe what happened we'll be right back this would be a good spot for a commercial (laughs) yeah let's do one right off the top i'm gonna be at the laugh factory on august 5th at 7 45 guest list now open now, do they make laughter at the Laugh Factory, or yes. it just? You want to hear something else funny? Yes. On yes, August twenty second, I'm playing a place in Bridgeport, Connecticut, called the Stress Factory. <laughs> really? So, <coughs> what do they make there? Bread. I know what they're gonna try to make, but I hope. I don't know, man. How you doing, Mike? I'm good. I figured I'd start us off with a little bit of like nice. It is very nice. I wanted to start us off with a little bit of nice. Well, you've done it. Here we are sitting in it. We're neck deep in it. This morning there was a uh, a rather large fly buzzing around in my bedroom in circles mm. in the middle of the room. Yeah. I was watching it. <laughs> it was just like circling. Yeah. Nervous about something. Like for so long. Yeah. And I'm like, are you ever going to land or are you ever going to have a break? And you said it out loud? Yeah. Yeah. And Alana was like, stop it. I'm trying to sleep. What ended up? Well, I tried to kill it. Yeah. Because I couldn't understand its reason. Its ways. Yeah. Why are you flying in a circle? And I can't communicate with it. And they're dumb animals. And you tried. They're not even animals. They're insects. Yeah. Ryan, can we get a fact check on that? It wouldn't even, like, land. It was just like, like, where is this? Do they not get tired? I honestly don't know. Because they're, like, on a different set of, they're, like, on little electrical buzzes. Yeah. They don't really have feelings or they lie a lot. They operate (laughs) fully on just lies. lies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, you think they're rhymes gonna, with flies. You think they're gonna come in and help you? No, but no, they're flies. Liars. Never gonna help you with nothing. No, flies help us with nothing. Um, Fly, well, you know what flies help us with? Do you know? I have no idea. Flies help us because they're a food source for spiders and other uh, animals. And spiders help you clean your house. Spiders come in once a week to clean the house. <laughs> Eight little brooms. They say that in your lifetime. About 
300 spiders come to clean your home. <laughs> That's one of those ones where I knew where it was going. Yeah, and yeah. I was so happy for it to, <laughs> for it to finally go. It could have gone in a lot of different ways, though. Dude, they say, you know, for every eight spiders, one's <laughs> cleaning, cleaning your, your house. house. <laughs> Is this cool? I put, I accidentally broke this glass. Well, that's what I would I do. Get it. I, get, what I get it. I get that. Every time, that's what I would do. Yeah. And I would always go like this. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, I'd be like, <laughs> he did a great job in here, though. <laughs> like, he got in those corners. Yeah. And that's why. That's that's the main reason why you'd want one of those in there. One day, Mike, we're going to have... Spiders will run our lives. We're going to have, like, artificial bees and artificial spiders and artificial, like, everything that we need because we have fucked up this planet so hard. Well, we that, didn't. Well... Our parents did. We as a species. Specifically our parents, though. Yeah. Just our parents and no one else. Very specifically, our parents fucked up this, the world. So my parents, your parents, my mom and dad, and your mom and dad. <laughs> there had to be television. Let me tell you about how it was. Tell me about how from it was. very reliable sources. Yeah, please. This tell is me. from my parents. That's tell how I know. Yeah. There used to be. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be commercials on TV, urging the public to stop throwing things out of their windows because that was just where yeah. shit went like in the 60s and 70s if you were if you went to uh like a restaurant where people come give you your food on roller skates yeah. <laughs> when you were done you would just push Everything it out of the window, out the, window. <laughs> the whole tray and it was just there yeah that's how it you had was. a full soda on there you yeah. just knock it off of your window and then you turn your car off and drive away. Yeah. And then remember how good like the um automotive industry was? Absolutely. Imagine all of that mentality but with a factory. <laughs> yeah. And that's how our parents damned us. You know what is an interesting trade-off? Okay, let's hear it. Their parents worked as hard as they could to have the best possible life for their children. And then your parents grew up and worked as hard as they could so you could be a comedian. Yes. And you did that. Yes. And you have the best job. We have the best job in the world. Yeah. And that is a result of our parents working, working as hard, hard as they could. In the process, the byproduct of working really hard is ruining the fuck out of the yeah. planet. So it's a fair trade. Well, you know, <laughs> I think I think that... Now we get to tweet about it. Yeah, I mean, our our ancestors, the people who came before us, definitely allowed us the opportunity to uh, to enjoy freedom. I did quote hands when I said freedom. And quote hands. And if you want to see that piece of hot action, you can go to youtube.com slash dynamic banter. And you could watch me do quote hands over freedom. <laughs> but, Edward uh, quotation hands. You know, I think it's I think it's one of those things where you know there was the the commercial with the Native American that was picking up the trash, and then yeah. someone throws the trash, and then there's the tear going they down. Cries. His eye. Yeah, yeah. They they really tried to tug at the heartstrings on the whole like stop throwing shit out your windows, you Please. dirty bastards. You're making the Native Americans <clears throat> cry. No Again. one has stopped doing that. Yesterday, Alana and I were on our way somewhere, and there was someone, uh, someone threw a, a a lot of trash out their window. <laughs> bad news <laughs> but like let's be serious here mike <laughs> let's get serious for a second the corporations that oh someone from la is saying corporations <laughs> listen the corporations <laughs> now if you watch the video version <laughs> when i said the word corporations blood started coming out of my nose <laughs> You know they they uh, they were providing a product for people that um, just so happened to mm, become addicted 
And then the demand for these things created environmental problems. Yeah, like when leads... they got addicted to throwing things out of the window. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and so because because of that, we now live in a world where bees are about to be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> And and I know that there's some people thinking that it's not that big of a deal, but you know, uh, have some kids, uh, and then and then have some bees and do your part. Yeah, have some bees. Stop having kids. Stop spaying and neutering your bees. <laughs> Make your bees fuck. And by spaying and neutering, we mean stop smacking bees. Yeah, enough. That's the main cause of them dying out is people hitting them, smacking <laughs> them. Yeah, but the thing is, is like we're definitely going to we're definitely going to be able to solve the problem of the extinction of these creatures mm -hmm. that are absolutely necessary to the fragile ecosystem of the planet we live on. I call Spaceship Earth. <laughs> I can. <laughs> can I? be the bearer of good news absolutely are you done please well no i mean i the point i was going to make is is that we will solve that problem with technology but then we will not be able to solve the the problem of the planet like you know fully rejecting us yeah and the worst part is they're gas-powered bees and yeah. that kind of is well that defeated drain. the purpose didn't it you have to they're this big dude have you seen them i have not seen them no the nano do they bees? fly around already they're this big they're shaped like bees and you, but there's at a least like a lawnmower. <laughs> you got to get them started. <laughs> so you'd see one of them on the ground, and you're like, "God damn it! I gotta start this Shit. boy." And up. yeah, and you put your foot on its back, and you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and then you get out of its fucking way. But the cool thing is, we're not even gonna need nano bees because we know. From technology, all we have to do is find die. a. We could die. That'll solve the all problem. All we have to do is die, and then we're and then that solves every problem. But what about going into the amber reserves, and extracting, um, B and A? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we'll. Then we can build Honeycomb Village. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and then it could be Honeycomb World, and, and they can come live with us. And does that mean that we'll be able to eat Honeycomb cereal as well? I just want to be able to take a chopper to a beautiful island where I can go look at bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there doesn't there there's not a worse thing in the world that I would like to do, unless there was, like, Spider Island. Or like Spiderweb Island. <laughs> Spider Island sounds like a, a like a CD-ROM game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We gotta save the girl from Spider Island. A girl's on Spider Island. Yeah, the girl. It's gross. always a girl. Yeah. It's always a busty back then. Blonde lass. Yeah, and yeah. she's got like almost zero clothes on. I was playing she's Double Dragon legs. Two the other day. Yeah. And it was the blondest girl with the biggest boobs I had ever seen in my life. Yeah. They were like, someone punched a girlfriend in the stomach, and now you and your brothers have to clean up the streets. Do you think that comes from the idea that, like, these guys are like, if we're going to create a damsel in distress, we're going we're gonna to create her the way we want her. If you and your it's brother... It's like weird science. Well, I think it's, it's the suspension of disbelief. Like, you have to make everything in the world very believable. Yeah. And if you and your brother are kicking ass on the streets, walking around in geese 24-7, you're not going to date a ripped clothes, busty lass? No, they have no interest. I think they date one girl. I mean, I think there was a time when you could wear that and you were pretty cool. Yeah. That time is not now. No. You can't, you can't get... Miss the boat. You can't, you can't get away with wearing a, a gi. <laughs> to the mall. No, no, you can't. Yeah. They would just give you, in 1991, they would just give you stuff. Yeah. They'd be like, thank you for your service. Did you take karate classes when you were a kid? I took zero karate I classes. took a karate class when I was a kid. My they parents. didn't want me to fight more. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure my parents wanted me, wanted me to be physical in some way. Yeah. I was pretty young, though. Uh -huh. And um, my brother and I were obsessed with the Karate Kid. We loved that movie. All that car washing. And uh, it was a cruel summer. Um and 
my brother was like really into Karate Kid. Like he had like the headband and he had the gi and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it must have been because of him that we that we looked into karate lessons. You looked into it. And the next thing I know, I'm in a karate class, and I don't remember having a say in it. And uh, kind of like soccer. My dad kind of forced me to play soccer, too. But, you uh-huh. know, it was physical activity. They meant well. Yeah. And they wanted me to like soccer, probably. Dude. And, you know, my dad was probably struggling at that time, thinking, like, man, this kid's going to be a big fucking dumb nerd. Or, like, I just need him away from me for 45 minutes. Yeah, that, minutes. too. That, too. Yeah. But I'm sure he wanted it. He would have loved it if... You know, we were like soccer superstars, or like a like a karate soccer player, like on yeah, Nintendo. karate soccer player, kicking the ball good. so hard and with purpose. Yeah, and then knocking out guys with your bare foot. Mm-hmm. Um, wear some shoes. You'll probably get a harder hit. That is a good tip. Um, but yeah, I remember being in a karate class and absolutely hating it. And then they were like, "We're gonna learn how to do a crab walk." For some reason. And I don't know if that's part of like ancient karate. I'd, I'd give anything for a video or pictures of, of little, little Steve, Steve trying, little to Esteban. Do a, trying to do a crab walk. Yeah. Dude. And like hating it. Oh, I absolutely like hated it. Wearing it on your face that you hate it. I could like, see you coming home and being like, your dad would be like, what did you learn in karate today? And you'd be like really excited about the... Um, like we're all one, and we treat everybody with respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and I, we I only got use my, it for self-defense. Yeah, and things like that. I got my yellow belt for treating everybody in the class with respect. Yeah, and then he'd be like, "Did you kick anything?" Or <laughs> <laughs> did you do any chops? Break a board? Or... Um, yeah, I hated it because all I could think of was Super Mario Brothers Two. Mm-hmm. And how I needed to beat that bad boy at the end. That big frog that blows bubbles. He's wearing a crown. <laughs> it's not Koopa. I don't remember this at his all. Name, his name was like Big Boss something. Or like ba- uh, Bubba. Bubba. Mario 2? Yeah, Mario 2. I think two. that was the first. Mario 2 was the first thing I ever had a strong negative opinion about in my life. Mario 2? I remember seeing Mario 1. And playing Mario 1 for a long time. And then a friend of a friend had Mario 2. And I had to be like 8. Uh-huh. And I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Really? Because it's so different. Yeah. I didn't even know those swears at this time. My heart just did <laughs> You that. made it up. My heart poured those words out of my mouth. Um, Oh, a dinosaur that shoots eggs? Yeah, what Mario 2 bullshit? was... The story of Mario 2 is so strange. It was something else until It was like just something else. Yeah. yeah. And then they were like, why would they do that to something that was like a hit? I don't know. No. I mean, the thing is, is like, I fucking love Mario Brothers 2. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great fucking game. Sure, a lot of people do. It's like really fucking weird and, it, and it's like different. But I loved the idea that you could be Luigi and you could be Toad and you can be the princess and yeah, they all had different nice. abilities. Little floaty girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like Luigi could get high up with his little, he'd jump with his legs doing this and then he'd go even higher for a second. Yeah. Dude, we did a video for SourceFed once where I don't remember which one of us wrote it or if we wrote it together, but you were like a race car driver. It was about people leaving a lot of trash oh, at a funny. race Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. And then we made some reference to Mario and you screamed at the top of your lungs. Is that the one where the Italian mushroom eaters fix pipes? <laughs> Screamed at the top of your lungs. And I lost my shit. It was funny when we got to scream in yeah. there. Screaming is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like being really quiet and then suddenly loud because it's really funny and weird. Yeah. Like I like I was at Galaxy's <laughs> Edge at Disneyland waiting in line for something, and I was like, man, what a great time. I love it! <laughs> And everyone around you is like, does he? Yeah, like what is, like, but then, but everyone's looking and then they're like, does he seem happy? Look at his eyes. He looks happy. Maybe he just, <laughs> maybe he's got something wrong. Maybe something's wrong with that guy. Yeah. The bot, the final boss from um, Mario 2, his name is Wart. 
<laughs> Wart. That's like when we were talking about the one fat character in every everything in the 80s and 90s was just called something gross. Yeah. <laughs> Fart. Burp. Oh, you're going to have to sniff Snort's underwear. Oh. <laughs> Here comes Barf. <laughs> Why do they call him that? Because he's fat. Yeah, and no But I heard he's reason. on the honor roll and he throws shot put like 50 yards. Yeah, but he's fat. Well, and That's he's barf. He's also super nice. I heard yeah, he drove barf. that girl home because she was passed out at a party and he yeah. pushed some creepy guy away. Yeah. And made sure this girl got home safe. Yeah, fucking barf. Dude, did you hear the other he's day fat. that barf <laughs> saved a kid from getting eaten by a coyote? Yeah, he was getting eaten by a coyote and drowning at the same time. And barf. Saved him. Ugh, he's fat though. <laughs> fat bar. And then they and then in that movie, they'd like at the end they would like award him with something because he was so great. But even the like principal and the teachers would be like, Barf <laughs> Thank you for all the work, the hard work that you've done. Here is your prestigious award. Award. <laughs> Cause you're fat. <laughs> principal says it here's your award and it's a it's a burger yeah we're all very proud of barf (laughs) (laughs) if it were not for the courage (laughs) and the strength of barf (laughs) but and at one point in the middle of the principal's speech barf leans over he's like andrew my name's andrew Please, <laughs> please call me Andrew. You could start something new. I hate being called Barf. Barf has been brave. Barf has been strong. <laughs> <laughs> we should all be like Barf. <laughs> <laughs> we should all be like Barf. Oh my God! And then they there'd be called shirts. Rudy Barf. Yeah, or something. If so, Rudy's name is Barf. Yeah. So he he they like, call him like Barf. The squirt. They should have called. Him. <laughs> did you have a nickname when you were? Yeah, he did. What was your nickname? Oh, struggles. Oh, struggles. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I would. Uh, I was never. I was never as good as I should have been. Uh, at the high school level, and I would be the guy coming to every practice early, leaving every practice late, and just doing my best. And then I'd never start. And I, they'd call me struggles. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, did you feel? Did you embrace it? Did you hate it for a while? Um, I hated it at the beginning because like the coaches called me struggles and yeah, shit. and you you never want that. No, but then by the end of the year, I went through that whole thing where I start to like learn about myself more and start to take less shit. Yeah, and then I think senior year I signed everyone's yearbook struggles. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so that was your embracing the name. I suppose so. Signed. Barf. Struggs. Yeah, there's really no difference. Do you think Barf would sign his name as Barf when he signed people? Yeah, man. Super like like graffiti Because he's like, no one else, no one's going to know who this is unless well, I and write Barf. Do you want any of these people KIT? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, oh, Tiffany. You want the Barf girl who KIT. Didn't, right. Tiffany, the girl who didn't talk to me all year, wants my signature in her fucking yearbook just because she wants all the se- the seniors' signatures? Yeah. Barf. Bye, Tiffany. How about this, Tiffany? For everything I've done for you and for how good of a person I am, Barf wants a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> the very least. Remember when you snuck me into your sleepover just to dress me up like a big fat woman? <laughs> Remember when you made me be your mom for the parent teacher <laughs> conference and you just dressed me up in a moo and nobody knew it was Barf? It was me. That's an H that's at least an HJ. Just so you know, I'm gonna go to college and get a lot of friends with my personality and start working out every day. And then I'm gonna get somebody hotter than you, and you're gonna Never leave this town and get pregnant fast. Oh, yeah. With five you're going to have seven kids and you're going to work at the deli counter. Love barf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Sincerely. I truly believe all of this. With barf. With, with best regards. <laughs> yeah. Barf. And then, and then he goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning in the yearbook and closing it. That's great. That's a pro move. That's great. No, before, so Tiffany goes, will you sign my yearbook? Barf, you got to sign my Barf. yearbook. Barf. And then he's like, sure, here. 
do you have a piece of gum? <laughs> <laughs> and then he chews the gum the whole time. <laughs> he chews gum the whole time. Yeah. And then he writes all that stuff we said. And he goes, here's your yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> and he closes the gum in the yearbook and he gives it to him. Yeah. Suck a dick, Tiff. Yeah. Fuck you, Tiffany. <laughs> you even know my real name? Yeah, I'm fat with you, funny voice. <laughs> Call me Barf. <laughs> Call me Barf. I don't care. I don't have feelings. You I'm too like fat to have feelings. <laughs> How can I possibly have feelings? Is it possible I have feelings? <laughs> this song's for Barf. Rest in peace, Barf. <laughs> oh, he's not alive. 32. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He did not make it. He died happy. Well. Of a sleep apnea-related disease. <laughs> <laughs> Slapnea. <sighs> um, I feel bad for Barf. <laughs> he's so happy. He got such a good job out of college. Um, let's do some uh, let's do some ads. I'd love really that quick, please. And we'll we'll choose some different music here. I hope we're doing a specific ad that I would like to talk about. Oh yeah, there is a specific ad that we're doing here. Yeah. Mm. This has been my favorite musical episode so far. Yeah, it's been good. Good tracks. Yeah, nothing real too, chill vibe. Yeah, nothing too up there. No, nothing, nothing. No one's sca- being scared in this episode. <laughs> Welcome to About this. Halfway. <laughs> in this episode of Dynamic Banter, you're, don't worry, you won't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> if you're coming into this being like, I want to hear a funny podcast, but I don't want to get scared. I'm not looking to get scared. <laughs> I'm not looking for any jump scares. Guys, today's episode of Dynamic Banter is brought to you by several sponsors. The first sponsor is No Bull. Nice. Guys, what is No Bull? Oh, Mike's wearing his kicks from No Bull. We got shoes and shirts from No Bull. No Bull. Do you like it? They're so fucking comfortable. They're really? Like, I haven't gotten mine yet. Get them close. <laughs> they're like workout shoes, and they're all like, they got this like knit. Oh, that! Ooh, look at that! It's like a sock up at the top. Yeah, it's like a nice sock, and then it's like you're wearing a sock. Rubber midsole little thing and a black outsole, and they're real freshy fresh. Oh my god! And they're very comfortable, man. It feels like you're walking on clouds. Oh, oh, no bull. Wait, that's great. You like those shoes? No bull. No bull. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No bull? No bull. Hashtag sponsor. Guys, it's time to demand more from your workout gear the way you demand more from yourself. Look at your shoes and be mean to your shoes until they work for you. Yeah. You got to wear the right shoes when you're working out. This is this is truth. No bull is a footwear, apparel, and accessory brand for people who train hard and don't believe in excuses. No Bull is on a mission to create products built for people who train hard uh, day after day. Like your boy. No Bull doesn't believe in excuses or BS. And that's why you won't find any in their footwear, apparel, or accessories. Wear and tear is welcome. No Bull has you covered. I like like the bravado in this particular band. Yeah, me too. Don't let this simple design fool you, though. No Bull's gear is built to perform. Launched in 2015, No Bull has become a key disruptor in the fitness industry. Here's the product philosophy. Don't put anything on that doesn't do anything. Oh, shit. Take everything off that you don't need. Be honest about what the product does. Wow. The only thing that will make you fitter is you, man. There ain't no magic out there to make you fit. 
Yeah, throw that watch in the garbage. I'm done with this beautiful watch. You don't watch. need a beautiful watch. Working hard day after day, Noble's training gear is designed just for that. Products that perform with you when and where you need them, and that's it. I haven't gotten my pair yet. I'm very excited. Mike got his, and it looks very stylish, and Mike says it's comfy. What did you get from them? I, what did you order from them? I don't know. I didn't. Did you get to choose? Did you choose something? Yeah, they like asked for your shoe size. I just gave him my shoe size. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we did the same. Oh, okay. Great. So but you just got so a surprise. Yeah, it's like a sock with a sole. Yeah, it's I like that. Nice. I hope mine's exactly like that. Yeah. Because that'd be nice. <laughs> Guys, if you're ready to challenge your gear the way uh, you challenge yourself, then why don't you go to nobullproject.com slash banter today. For people who put in the work day after day, you visit nobleproject.com slash banter. That's nobleproject.com, N-O-B-U-L-L-P-R-O-J-E-C-T.com backslash banter. It's no bull, guys. Not noble. <laughs> no. Idiots. Bull. Thank you so much, No Bull, for your uh, kind gifts yeah, to the show. I've been working out every day in the small, broken gymnasium in my uh, soon-to-be future ex-apartment. Small. And small. Is that how you pronounce that when people put the O in it? I like to do it. A little small. It's small. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, this is just a small boy. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like it. I like saying it like that. Okay, good. Uh, we have a small gym, and I've been working out every day, and I'm going to wear all this shit when I work out. It's love it. Awesome. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, No Bull, for being a <laughs> No Bull. Ah, oh, yeah. Was this a goddamn Peter McKinnon video? <laughs> Was this a drone shot of a frozen mountain? <laughs> You know when they're like, uh, uh. oh yeah, <laughs> mountains over here, 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 here. What is there a beautiful uh, time lapse shot of a of a highway? What is this a goddamn millennial wedding? And then it turns to nighttime, and you see all the light trails. <laughs> what are people walking at fast motion, and then super slow motion, and then fast motion again? What is this a process video? <laughs> what are we gonna see how how they make soap? <laughs> what are you gonna cut soap? <laughs> Guys, let's give a quick shout out to Squarespace. Long time sponsor of the program. Love Squarespace. Love Squarespace. Just recommended it to a comedian friend yesterday. Yeah, anytime someone's like, I need to build a website and I need a designer and I need a web hosting thing and you I can need see this and I need that. Out, yeah, they're freaked out and they're like, I need it. It's for my stuff. You know, I'm making this or I'm performing here or whatever. Or someone's wedding's coming up and I want to make a thing. Yeah. I want to make a video. And it's like, um, relax. <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> Because Squarespace has got you back. That's the first thing you should do when you see somebody stressed out about making yeah. a website. Push them down. Get your best friend to kneel down behind them. Knock them down. Push them over your best friend and say, relax. Get your friend to do one of those down on down on his hands and knees yeah, behind so him thing. The old hay bale. The old hay bale. And then push that boy or girl down. Push them down. Make sure there's nothing they can hit their head on. You can push a girl these days now because there's like a whole equality thing. Equality, push a girl. Guys, Squarespace, <laughs> we've talked about it a billion times because we love it. And Mike loves it so love much it. that his website is a Squarespace site. Is and has been. Continues to be. So like we said, if you're looking to build some kind of website, Squarespace is the place to go because it's easy. You don't have to download anything. You don't have to install anything. I mean, I guess technically you could in, you could download the app. You could like add the app to your phone, but that's easy. That's not like going to- You have to, to get it. Yeah, but I mean like Squarespace is also just like a fully loaded site yeah, that man. you can just go to on your computer. Yeah. You don't have to install anything on your computer, but if you want like the Squarespace app or whatever. Is there a Squarespace app? There are. You could like check your analytics, you could check Yeah, your that's what website. I figured. 
But it is. But no matter what, it's optimized for mobile. So whether it's something that you need to install or not, it's just it's just easy. Everything's yeah, easy. And you don't need. You think about making these websites. You're like, I need to learn this crazy language that all the kids are doing. Yeah, no, C plus plus or C minus plus HTML and shit. Check check minus. No 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 no, dude. This is as easy as filling out an email. Yes. Heard of it? You ever sent an email? Then you could build a Squarespace website. And there's those beautiful templates that are created by world-class designers that you can just like click, ooh, I like that one, click, ooh, I like that one, click, ooh, I like that one. And it doesn't matter. You can pick them. You can change them. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, there's so yeah. much versatility and ease with Squarespace. Yeah. And let's not forget about that 24-7 award-winning customer support. You got a problem on Christmas? It's award-winning, guys. If you've got an award-winning problem on Christmas... <laughs> Squarespace is there for you. <laughs> so guys, go to squarespace.com slash banter for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch that site, you can use the offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And that's a nice little treat, isn't it? Yeah, didn't it? So guys, why don't you make it yourself? Make it stand out. Easily create a website by yourself with Squarespace. Thank you so much, Squarespace. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Oh, one more. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. Quit! What a great day. Yeah. It's such a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Quip. Me too, me too. Quip is a wonderful company that Mike and I fully endorse. They are not just a toe thresh. Name another sponsor you put in your mouth every day. <laughs> Dude, honestly, there isn't one. Every day, multiple times a day. Excited to brush my teeth. Yeah. If I'm in my bathroom taking pics and my mouth just feels a little no, I'll get it in. Yeah, no matter what I'm doing in the bathroom, I will spot the Quip toothbrush and be like, yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? It's nice. Why would it's not, not only is it nice because it sticks to the mirror and yeah. it looks really cool like a future toothbrush. It's just a toothbrush, but it's like, I don't know. There's something about it. It's cool. Dude, little sonic vibrations. You know you're brushing your teeth for the exact amount of yeah. time you're opposed to. And you get those brush heads in the mail. You get that li the the Quip delivered package that you get mm -hmm. every like three months. Packs? It's three months, right? Yeah, I We've think said so. it so many times. But I just want to make sure it is three months. They give you yeah, three months. Toothpaste that'll last yeah. that amount of time. They give you travel toothpaste just in case you Inside decided to go somewhere, package. like the mall. Yeah, and uh, and it's amazing. It's real nice. I think you even get batteries. Yeah, buttresses. in the pack because they're like quadruple A buttresses. Yeah, dude, it's so nice. It's Everything such a wonderful. Need, it's like your setup. Your your teeth brushing habits are hooked up and set up by Quip. It's like getting a dentist in your mailbox. It really is. Honey, I shrunk our dentist. And guys, here's the other thing about Quip. Packing your toiletries somehow always involves a delicate game of stacking and space hacking. And don't even get us started on lotion exploding all over our uh, toiletries. That's why Quip electric toothbrushes work just as well at home as they do on the go. I don't travel without a, my Quip toothbrush, honestly. I just went on a little... Nice little uh, bachelor, joint bachelor, bachelorette party weekend. Nice. My Quip was with me. Yeah. I, I would rather forget feet. my passport than my Quip toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, God. Because then you, you got to go down to the uh, the lobby the of the hotel. And they got to be like, we got you all day. We're Ugh. just, tell your friends we're the hotel that gave you a toothbrush. And then you get it and they're like breaking off in it's your mouth. It's the flimsiest garbage. And, and the, the bristles are in your mouth. Why is the head of the free toothbrush always like go all the way down your throat? Yeah, the head of the toothbrush is always too big and then the handle is too small and you're like. It's like a little horse brush. It is like a little horse hair brush. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. <laughs> The compact and wireless design tucks easily in the corner of your carry-on or your bag pocket if you're just spending the night somewhere. Plus, the travel-ready cover protects your brush from sandy swimsuits and luggage slip-ups. And the three-month battery life will last through the season filled with weekends away. 
They're making it easier than ever to keep up with your wake up and wind down routine when you're out of the office. Slow wind down. Foss. And they have a kid's brush for you people that have kids. Or smaller mouths. Or if you've got a small mouth. Small mouth. So we've already said why we love Quip, guys. Now you got to try it and tell us why you love it. (laughs) I'm going to Austin this week to Rooster Teeth's RTX Festival. Are you going to bring a Quip toothbrush for all those rooster teeth? Absolutely got to brush all those rooster teeth with a Quip toothbrush. I'm taking it with me. Absolutely. No questions asked. This is the thing that I am getting, that I am bringing with me no matter what. So, guys, why don't you get in on this Quip game? Because Quip just starts at $25. That's right, $25. You get all that stuff Mike and I were talking about. You got to go to getquip.com slash banter. You can get your first refill pack for free. That's right. That's your first refill pack, the ones that Mike and I were talking about with all the goodies inside for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. That's getquip.com slash banter. Thank you, Quip. <laughs> Uh-oh, Steve's too chill. <laughs> Dude. Yes, sir. Um, I'm trying to, to deba- I'm debating on whether or not I want to talk about a party I went to last night mm-hmm. that was, uh, that, that people would easily be able to find out what it was. Mm. And then I, and I don't want to speak badly of a company that I really like. Did it have lights? Does the company have lights or did the party have lights? Did the party have lights? The party? Like, was the party about lights? No. Okay. Wait, was it about lights? Are you being vague? Yes. Um, but like technically, lights in a in a way in like a lighting a match or a or a lighter way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm done with my questions. Um, but I don't think it's anybody's fault. It's just that it 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 took place in a in a in a house. That was very high up in the hills of of Hollywood. Honestly, thought you were gonna say haunted, but yes. And it's a one of those windy, long and windy, <laughs> and it was like one of those one way, one car. I mean, yeah. not one way, but one car only streets that goes up to those fancy houses. No parking. No parking, <clears throat> and uh, but like you know, provided lift codes and stuff, which is really cool when mm-hmm. they do that. Um, but it was like an absolute nightmare trying Mm -hmm. to like leave Yeah, because it's just like cars backed up the whole hill. Oh wow. Trying to like pick people up. Party in the Hollywood Hills always seems like a good idea. Yeah. I mean, it was a beautiful house. Yeah, It was like, the view was like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. Like I don't belong here. Why am I up here? Yeah. And the people. Get me down. Get me down, Dad. I need to call my dad because I got to get down. And um, gorgeous people. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Those like are people, the kind of people who are at those parties. There was a couple that they were, I couldn't tell who was hotter. <laughs> it was a male and female. And truly, they were like, someone needs to stop them. Yeah. <laughs> because they're so fucking hot. And they're going to make such fucking hot kids if they make kids. They come portal gun shots. Dude. They rip a hole in the universe. (laughs) It's just, I've never seen, I've never seen so many people that have lived an exact opposite life that I have. How, how do you think their life is different from yours? Um, I, I believe they don't, they probably don't hear the word no a lot. Hmm. <laughs> Do you hear the word no? So much. <laughs> only. <laughs> I only hear no. <laughs> but uh but anyway, yeah, it was like kind of a shit show getting out of there. And so I brought Brett with me and we were like Brett was like, We gotta just like walk down the hill. Yeah. We gotta and then find a street and then that's how we get out of here. Yeah. Well that's the nice part of being on a hill is if you don't live on the hill, 
the right direction is down. Absolutely. Just you know exactly you where to go. <laughs> yeah. So we did the whole like, <laughs> like you know when this you walk? walk down a too steep, yeah the like, the like leaning back <laughs> yeah walk for like way too long, and um, <laughs> and then and then <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. I think walk. we left at the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, it is the weekend at Bernie's. Walk. <laughs> and then he and then by the time we were like almost to the bottom, like five fire trucks will start to like go. <laughs> Like started going up, and I and we were like, "Wow, we we left at the fucking perfect time." Yeah. Um. What happened? I mean, it was just. I think it, I think, the neighborhood got really mad about it. The people that lived in the neighborhood, and they were like, "The cops aren't going to do anything. Let's call the fire." Yeah, department. the cops weren't doing anything except there was a police. Big police car that was like blocking the main road that went up to the party. Uh-huh. So it was like they weren't allowing cars to go up anymore. But there was this guy in this like giant black SUV, and there was nobody else in it but him. And he was like, Brett and I were going down the exit gate to get out of the compound building, the like the the building. Mm-hmm. And this guy like just charged up the fucking little tiny road. Yeah. Like, I really felt like this guy's intention was to kill Brett and I. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, well, this guy, whoever this is, they've lost their mind, and I'm going to die right now. Because they were just going, like, they didn't even, it was almost like they didn't see us. Uh Uh-huh. But it was, like, still pretty bright, and and the guy was just like, like, it was really terrifying. Like, I had to, like, squeeze my back against the wall to let this, like, you know, and the mirror went like, yeah, I could feel yeah. it brush the hairs on my nose. <laughs> uh-huh. It was like pretty fucking crazy. But we we had assumed we we didn't know who it was, but we were like, this guy either lives there or lives next to the house or something. Yeah. And he's like pissed mm-hmm. and he's like going to find out how to stop this thing. Yeah. But like when we got down to where the police car was, there was like people in the neighborhood standing around with the police officers and you couldn't tell what the guy was saying, the like the civilian that was like living in the neighborhood. But all you could hear was, and I just don't understand it. <laughs> and the and the cops are like, Yeah, well, you know, I Yeah, but I God just don't get it. <laughs> and you know, you don't know like you wanna stand around and listen, but like you want you know what's going on. You know what he's talking Dude, about. Dude, imagine working so hard all your life for a mansion on the in the Hollywood Hills and then a company rents it out and has like 200 influencers at it. Yeah. And then you're you want to take a nap. Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, you're like you had a long day at work, yeah. the studio, you're mixing down some tracks and you just want to come home and just do some cocaine and unwind. All you want to do is cocaine. And you want to do you want to snort cocaine and then take a nap. <laughs> you want to snort cocaine, do 127 push-ups and take a nap. Start a business and take a nap. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, man, it was quite a time. I, I you know, it, it was just one of those things where it was like, <laughs> I guess, I guess they just didn't anticipate how many people would come mm-hmm. to this thing. And then it just seemed to be out of control. And then Brett and I were just like, now's the time for us to get out of here, probably. Good. Good foresight. But I love the company, and I don't think it's their fault. I think they just didn't realize that it was going to be a big deal eventually. Mm -hmm. Dude, remember when we filmed that thing where we were tour guides? Yeah. In that convertible butt van or whatever? Yeah. And I didn't know where I was going because I was still like, a year into being here. Yeah. And I took this big, like 16 passenger van up, like where you're yeah, talking like about. Yeah, like in, in those the Laurel Hills. Canyon. And then there was somebody in the van, like a, not an extra, but one of the people in the van, like had to pee real bad. <laughs> and I thought it was a bit. And I was oh, like, yeah, no, I we're just going to keep going. And he's like, no, I got to, I got to go now. I got to go now. <laughs> and I was like, well, you can't go now because the van is stuck in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. You can't pull your penis out up here. No, they'll get you. You're going to get got. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the people who got got live. That Yeah, everyone who got. No, those are the people that can't wait to get 
people. <laughs> Those are people that are waiting to got you. You're asking to get got. There's people with binoculars that are hoping they're gonna get get gotculars. They're gonna get. They're <laughs> <laughs> people just staring out their window with their get gotculars. Get gotculars. <laughs> they're gonna see your dick and you're gonna get got. <laughs> um. Okay, let's do um let's do let's do some history roads. We didn't turn the lights on. I wonder what this episode's gonna be. A little newer. It might need a little brightness. That's kind of bright. The l- sun. Yeah. Walk right up the- to the sun. It's a long way down. That is so unnecessary, and I wait for it every time. (laughs) And the microphone. (laughs) Please listen to the clap one more time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's one guy in the band dedicated to going. Stop. But he was really far away from the mic. You yeah, hear him they don't bit. let him. He's in the back. Um, Spencer Smith sends us a history rope saying, quick history rope from Jersey. He says, hey there, BB boys. Been using the legendary blank as my favorite blank joke structure around my family. I'm sorry, fairly laid back workplace. <laughs> I'm sorry, around my fairly. <laughs> around my fairly brothers. Here in New Jersey, and people are loving it. One happened outside the workplace recently, though, and I think Mike especially will get a lee chuckle out of this one. I was walking back from the gym, humble brag. Should get those no bullshit. You should make your walk back feel like you're floating on good time with no bull shoes. And heard a woman having a loud phone conversation with the speakerphone on, one of the absolute worst things in public. My first thought was, why do people do that? I love especially when they're like this. Yeah, so close to the. It's like, dude, just fucking do this. They're. It's like this. (laughs) Look how close you are. And then, and then the eyes are like this. And I can't find it. I'm right outside. Well, I'm in the theater. What are the seats? You're so close. Look at and, look and at. also this. And you're going to have to uh, watch the video for this. But it's like, I can't find <laughs> Yeah, shining lights in everyone's fucking face. Look at this, though. If you're watching the video version of this, if you're one of those people that does this when you're talking on your speakerphone, watch this trick. Oh. <laughs> now we've got it right in the ear, and no one else has to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He says, uh, his first thought was, why do people do that? They always talk way too loudly. And return audio from the other end is like a terrible tinny squawking noise. My very next thought, tinny squawking is my favorite town to visit in upstate New York. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one a lot. Love the show. Keep it up. P.S. Come to Philly sometime. Honks. I was in Philly years ago. And I visited the Benjamin Franklin Museum or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I guess that's where Benjamin Franklin's from, Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah. And then I went down to that like main like street that has like all the famous Philly cheesesteak places that are all arguing over who was the one that invented the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. No, you don't know what you're talking about. It's weird. Nobody has like the definitive answer that's how they all stay in business i know i guess so huh yeah. and i guess they all kind of like rely on that piece of knowledge to all kind of like work together i guess because mm-hmm. if there was a definitive place then that would i guess that would make the other places not that interesting there's huh? a place in new haven connecticut called louis lunch that swears to god it invented the hamburger wow yeah and you can't tell them otherwise and if you go in there and ask for a cheeseburger they kick you out Oh, it's just hamburgers. Just hamburgers. Yep. Wow. So yeah. they don't even have cheese in the place. 
Or do they have things There's that no ha- need for them to have cheese in the place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I'd... Have you had it? Yes. And? Many, many times at like two o'clock in the morning. Is it a good burger? Yeah. Okay. That's all you need. It to tastes hear. like the first burger. They did not change the recipe at all. Bora Borschka sends us a history road saying how I almost crashed my car listening to dynamic banter. We and had too many of these. And it wasn't your fault oh, this good, time. Good, good. <laughs> Hello, B B B B B B B boys. My name is Bree B R I Bry. My name is B space R space I. Ryan. I what? think it's Ryan. Bry. Bree. Bry. And I'm a 21 year old burn grill. And I we uh, messed this chick up bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, about ten minutes ago almost crashed my car while listening to your dumb, big dumb stupid loud podcast. <laughs> but don't worry, it wasn't your fault this time. This time. <laughs> so here's how it went. I have a forty-five minute drive home in good old Minnesota. To my graphic design job, humble brag, a couple towns. The smallest soda. A couple towns away. I usually listen to your podcast or scream loudly to indie or metal music. Hell yeah, Doug, rock on. Punch. You know, but today was different. I was driving home nearly there, paces away, listening to episode 55, a loud one, and I was turning my second to last turn to get to my humble abood to get to my kitty boy and this motherfucker pulled out in front of me and tried to get into my lane, and I had to honk my horny boy at him. Wow, this chick, huh? But it just so happened to line up perfectly with one of Steve's horn bonks, <laughs> and I couldn't help but let out a lee giggle <laughs> through anger. But don't worry, it wasn't your fault. Okay, thank you for reading this. I tried to keep it short, but I'm stoned sitting in my parking lot writing this. But I love y'all's podcast and me and my Lee bro, Huntered Bond. Huntered? <laughs> <laughs> me and my Leal bro, Huntered. The past tense of someone <laughs> doing a present participle. <laughs> we want, I, want my, I want my son to be named, I, I like the name Hunter. Uh-huh, that's fine. But I want him to be, I want him to be considered in past tense. Right, I want him to to people to think he's a hunter that he, he used to be a hunter i mean i just want people to think that he's huntered before i just don't understand if your if your name if your name when you email is bora Bor, borshka and then you say your name is bry or brie or whatever the fuck bri is and your closest relative is then, named Huntered. Yeah, your bro is named Huntered? What is this? Is this a random email generator? Because none of it makes any sense. I mean, is it is it like like the the, the who are those people that live in like the backwoods? Lemonheads? Those no <laughs> <laughs> Don't No, no, no. The, the, there's that show where it's like, you know, the people that live in the backwoods Swamp people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, Huntered, he, they, him, her, sorry, her and her brother Huntered bond over the <laughs> podcast. And she says, I can't ask for a better way to laugh with my brother and share all these great memories together. Hunter is more like Stee, and I'm more like Mike. So, you know, it works out. Thank you, Now boys. his name is Hunter? Yeah, it says Hunter now. So oh, she's so calling the first him one was a typo. Oh, well, no, hunter. she was calling him hunter to like a turd. Oh. Now I get it. Oh, man. Okay. Well, you can't do that and then... My brain. You can't do that if we don't know who the fuck your brother is. Yeah, we barely know who the fuck you are. You You've given us eight names. You can't give us a joke name for your brother and then go like, no, 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 and his name's Hunter. Yeah. I call him Hunterd. You should have known that. <laughs> anyway, she says, thank you, boys. Love Bree Bora in Minnesota. All right. Holy shit. Well, I just realized I got to get the fuck out of here and yeah, fast. 
So, Mike, you got any plugs? Uh, yeah, man. The next Friends and Friends show uh, is August 5th at the World Famous Laugh Factory at 745. The last one was fucking awesome. Uh, I have shows all throughout July going to VidCon, doing a show there, then going to San Francisco, doing two shows there on the 12th or 13th or something like that. All the things are on my Squarespace site, MikeFalzone.com. And uh, been having a real fun time. New stuff out soon in our store as well. Um, oh, yeah. Everything is fucking sold out, so yeah. thank you very much. And we love when you guys are sending us your merch on Instagram mm-hmm. and you tag us because we usually repost them in our stories and such. So yeah. Y'all look great. We've been appreciating all of that, and everybody's little stash swags look great. Also, Ryan's doing all the video stuff. He's making great edits on all the video podcasts and doing the behind the scenes and uh, also uploading your like animated stuff to YouTube. So please keep subscribing. We got to 10,000. Ryan got us to 10,000. Now Thank maybe you, Ryan. you can get us to 50,000. Yeah, we fucking dare you, God damn it! Get us to 50,000 subscribers by next episode, please. Or else. <laughs> or we're going to stop doing the show. You're all about to get huntered. You guys are going to get blasted. The next episode is <laughs> going to be so loud. Nothing. Everything will be loud. Steve, do you want to play with this plastic microphone I just found? I would love to, Mike. The whole episode is going to sound like this if you don't get us to 10,000. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>